Legends of Training is a live play D&D podcast for adults. You can find episode description, content warnings in the episode description. <laughs> one more time. No, keep it. Where's my no, head? Let's use that one. I like that one. I don't have a snare in my headphones. Turn my snare up. Last time on Legends and Training. Listen here, Daddy. <laughs> let me hold. Let me hold your arm. Tell you what, if we ever meet again, I know a guy who makes these arms for me. I'll get him to make you a really cool arm. All right, Chutney. We want to shake on it. We'll shake on it. He t- reaches his hand out. You shake, and there is a a, a, a light of like this bright like. <sighs> And you feel a magic course through you. Oh, fuck. Very gently. Can I knock this kid out? It just doesn't make sense that... My dad would never do something like this. You immediately, as Echo's like, we're going to continue and we're going to move on from this. You see the bags under their eyes reappear. You see them get shaky at the knees, their armor starting to clatter, and they kind of fall into you just from weakness. You okay, bud? We're fine. It's fine. And I, I kind of stand them back up and say, you know, at some point you have to you have to confront that. It's not always fun. And it opens, and you hear, come in. He- hello? Actually, I... Was just looking for my two friends. I didn't know if you had seen them or which way they went or. All right. As you're saying, you're, I'm just I'm looking for what you come in and you see uh, this uh, Laysan adorned female rabbit. She gets kind of embarrassed and she kind of wraps herself up in her blankets and she goes, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I am so sorry. It's and okay. I'll cover I, my eyes I, and I'll like, it's okay. I'm, I'll like lean I thought, out of the doorway. I read, I, I read I'm the so room sorry. Room. I was just looking for my friends. No, and- no, it's my fault. It's my fault. And uh, she goes, they're probably, they're, they, last I talked to them, they said they were going to the infirmary. You look, I'm sorry. You look very nice. Thank you. Oh. Oh, come on. Is it the same one? It's the same girl, yeah. I, I'm i sorry. I, I shouldn't have come in. Uh, it's it's all right. I I read this wrong, I guess. I'm sorry. Wait, re- read it wrong? I, th- I thought that I was sending signals that made... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I am it was such stupid. an idiot. It was stupid. I'm sorry. You can you can go find your friends. It's He'll awkwardly just blurt. That was my first kiss. I, I don't... I'm sorry. Her face turns red and she kind of... Oh, well... It was really let, nice. Let's just start over. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm... I'm Ms. Buns. And would you like... Would you like some tea, maybe? That sounds nice, actually. Okay. And uh, they begin to have some tea. Castiel, are you going to fuck this rabbit lady? Not even Castiel, Dakota. Are you going to fuck this rabbit right now? <laughs> Why not? You should fuck the rabbit. You should fuck, fuck the, the rabbit. rabbit. Would Castiel be like... I hate these girls over here going, fuck the rabbit, fuck the rabbit. <laughs> you know, if tea goes really well, it could probably lead to that. Tea, tea obviously goes, goes tea really... Tea goes well. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm not... We're not going to fucking... <laughs> 
role play you and me having sex. I'm sorry. Why not? That's not that's not how I play. Because we already do that enough for you. But you guys do the do. You definitely have sexual intercourse. Is this your first time having sexual intercourse? For Cassiel, yes. Roll okay, for cool. It. Cool. Um, so uh, <laughs> we'll be you guys have a nice tea shoot the shit for a little while it's very awkward but it's it's cute in a way tea goes well she offers a proposition castiel takes it she's very do you tell her it's your first time i told her that was my first kiss right so. she's very gentle with you she warms you up into it very appropriately she takes care of you good i love her and you bust it wide. Oh. <laughs> I love her. And after she's done making you blow your load, uh, she is tired and cuddles up next to you and goes, thank you. It's been a long time. And she gives you a little kiss on the cheek and falls asleep. Oh, you do. This is your first time having sex. So you're like, you're I'll probably more exhausted than breath. Echo is right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is a uh, direct metaphor. Oh, so Castiel for... held his own for a little while. Oh, yeah. For a okay. little bit. Certified hood classic. He's also armless. He was down. He an arm. was without an arm. It's fucking shove That's that nub okay. in, dude. The, the arm that could feel there is could no feel. It's there's I mean, no nub. There's, there's, no, it's cl- it's clean. Yeah, see yeah. how this. So- I thought that was very sweet. She was so nice and was, was like, "Oh, it it's, it's first time." Like, what? What a mommy figure, you know? I love <laughs> that. I love her. I will say she's for, a dummy mommy for sure. Yeah. For a while, he, he's like catching his breath, and he's just like in the euphoria. It feels great. That was amazing, and it feels like he he's vulnerable too, and part of him feels a little guilty. Weird. Well, just with everything going on, and instead he's indulging in this when there's so much else going on. Yeah, I get that. He doesn't ruin the moment for himself, but it. But yeah, he he just kind of has. Like, does he leave the room like guilt? Like he's like, I gotta get out of here. Like that kind of oh, guilt. Oh no, he's tired. Okay, good. <laughs> um, as you're kind of thinking to yourself, and your thoughts are kind of they're all and over. brewing. Uh, you. Your gaze kind of meanders over to your pants on the floor uh, where that single dagger uh, that is special has the note written on it um, is. And you see it's gone. My eyes just kind of just stay trained on it. I don't move, but it just stays trained on it. Yeah, that's fine. As your eyes are looking at it, a few minutes pass by and your eyes get heavier. And a few more minutes pass by and your eyes get heavier and you start to blink. And every time you blink, your eyes start to roll it back into the back of your head. And before you know it, you're gone. I'm out. He's died. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Out. <laughs> Echo, uh, Sandira, after a while, you finally, you guys are to the point, the point where you can either go to sleep now or you can take some exhaustion and ruin yourself. Echo, you. Echo finds the infirmary cots comfortable. Mm-hmm, for sure. I'm going to go back to our room because I feel like it's going to be pretty empty and open. You see yeah, no, 50 is- rabbits all mounted up <laughs> with Arania kind of snuggled. Still, you see like sleep. you see her head poking out of this mound of rabbits asleep. <laughs> I close the door and go back to the infirmary. Echo is, out. <laughs> Echo is on their back on one singular cot and it's like the most haphazard Echo has ever been. Like there's an arm here. There's an arm over there. There's one leg completely like 
planted on the floor off the bed. Echo is out. I uh, I go find a bed that's close to the wall, kind of put some pillows up, and I just kind of... What pillows? It's an infirmary. There's pillows. There's pillows. There's pillows. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's fantasy world. Yeah. And, There's uh, infinite pillows. They have a pillow <laughs> wand. <laughs> I kind of lean up against the wall and just kind of... I, I sit there and I think for a bit. What a wonderful world. Sorry. What the fuck? <laughs> I pull out a little, little pen and pad or pencil and pad, whatever I can write with. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of start jotting some things down. Don't even put a blanket on your friend. Echo is comfortable. I want that very clear. Echo. <laughs> yeah. Echo is like fully decked out. Um, I just kind of started jotting some notes down. Yeah. My thoughts about. What kind of stuff are you writing now? I'm kind of writing how I feel about my dad right now. Fair yeah. enough. I what's, think, what's that kind of stuff you're saying? What are some words? I'm starting to think back to when I was younger and my parents were starting to go uh, on these research trips. And at first I was very interested in going. Um. But I soon found that I just didn't have I didn't have the intelligence to really hang. You know, I didn't feel like I'd be much of an input there. But I always even though I didn't see my parents much as the research started to become more in demand and magic became more of an everyday part of our lives. I saw my parents less and less, but I always aspired to be like my dad. He was a very smart man at times emotionally cold, but I understood why as I got older and I've always just admired him and how he was so selfless and just took his entire life and decided it was for other people. And there's so many people that live better because of that and how, um, it's just almost impossible for me to fathom how he could do this. And then I also start to realize, well, you know, I've maybe seen him a combined couple weeks in the last four or five years. And I start to doubt whether I really knew my, father as well as the image I have of him in my head and it starts to bother me he's he's the reason I want to aspire to be something more than just Sandira the the street rat you know I wanted to have my name be attached to something the way his was and now I'm not even sure I know him as well as I did but I know that I want to find him just a lot of conflicting feelings all around Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to get that out there but I don't exactly know who or what to say it to, so I write it down. I think your eyes start to get heavy as you're writing down some of these words, and you kind of take the hint from your body and kind of gather the pen and pad together and put it in one of your bags and slowly drift out in one of the cots. And it becomes morning. Yay! Arania, you are the first awake, not by choice, necessarily but by child tsunami again uh Mm -hmm. they you start to feel yourself spinning uh and as you kind of go to open your eyes you see you are in the middle of a kid typhoon Mm. and uh one of them goes let's go show everybody else spider lady yeah and they run towards the door the door slams open off the hinges and they take off towards back towards the nursery castiel you are woken up and you hear a typhoon outside of the room just oh. slamming against the door oh you and ms buns she stretches and wakes up and she says oh good morning um good morning 
Whew, it's been a while since I slept that late. Well, it was good um, getting to know you. Mm. Uh, and she looks you up and down one time and goes, again, thank you and your friends so much for helping. Um, it means everything. And she gets some of her official clothes on and uh, she takes a deep breath in and she makes sure you're dressed first opens the door yeah and hold on uh, you gotta say is is there another way out of here she looks at you there's there's one kid I'm trying to avoid right now she looks at you laughs and goes no (laughs) and she opens the door I hide under the bed (laughs) she opens the door and you're under the bed and the room just fills to the brim to the absolute brim with children and she squeezes out and they all fly out with her and the door shuts strange last night so was she (laughs) (laughs) fill to the brim with children (laughs) and I'm just under the bed by myself in this room yeah and the door is now shut is this what Sandira feels like all the time Oh, his key is running around, yeah. <laughs> I will finish putting myself together and I will make her bed. Cute. Cute. I taught him that. I taught him that. Just just a little nice thing to do, you know? That's some of that I've been married for <laughs> a little bit. It's bullshit. Just felt like a nice gesture. And then I'll go and I'll very stealthily crack open the door and peek out the crack. Mm-hmm. It's it's hell, dude. It's World War II out there, man. <laughs> it's Army of Two. It's Army of Two. 3,000 counting. Is there another door open that I can see down the hall? The door t- to leave uh, is open. You notice, like, this is just 50 of the kids. The other 50 are in the room with Arania. And you guys both kind of woke up at the same time. Arania's room is the one that has your boy in it. So you have time to get out of here and just find somewhere else to go. Do it'd be I, pretty, do it I would, hear it would be pretty shitty all for, of that? It'd be pretty shitty for me to tell you all of that and then immediately go, he's standing outside waiting for you. <laughs> Among all of that, that do I hear Chutney's voice? He seems to have a very distinct voice. He does, in fact. He's the only one that's always congested. It's weird. It's like he's always affected by allergies. Literally always affected by allergies. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Can I hear his distinctive voice out there? No. Okay. As quickly as I can, I'll make my way back to our room, which is now childless. No, right now it's it's got children. Oh. You have the fifty. You have fifty in your room, and there's fifty in Arania's room. Those are going to start making their way here they, soon. They said and the you infirm- left. You left Chutney with Arania. Oh, okay. That's right. Uh, Miss Buns said that my friend, my other friends were in the infirmary right. down the hall. So right. I'm going to make my way that way. Okay. You zoomed over to the infirmary. As you zoom past y'all's room, you see the tornado it's heading towards the door. It slams out and heads down the hallway the other way. Arania <laughs> uh, is in that pile. You see, <laughs> you see flashes and glimpses of her and then Gone. Good morning. Indeed. <laughs> Why would you say anything? <laughs> Was that a cool guy? I'm already around the you corner. Just hear, you just hear the wave of children slowly go down the hallway. You arrive to the infirmary. You see an echo 
out. Deadly. You see, uh, Sandira? Sandira, do you think you would wake up early? you think you'd just kind of sleep as long as you can? Well, I was pushed to exhaustion, so I'd say I'd sleep a little longer. Okay. You see him also sleeping. He a little more together in his sleep. I'll let him sleep a little longer. They they look a little bit worn out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you see a lot of people in here bandaided up, uh, being taken. They seem like it seems like they came into hell. You come. You've come into hope. You know. You, you see a lot of people being taken care of. Uh, a lot of these rabbits. For you, it doesn't look nearly as traumatic in this room. Does Sandira and Echo have blankets on them? No. Regardless, I don't think so. Echo I'll looks so comfortable. I know. I'll find some extra blankets and just throw one over each of them. Okay. And I'll, I guess I'll ask, maybe there's like a nurse or, or someone, like a hand person who's helping out. And I'll be like, is there anything I can help with? You two roll me disadvantage perception checks real quick. I, I I I can fetch anything. I can carry stuff. Or just um, I believe we're all right. Actually, thank you. Um, we should be fine. What'd you roll? So that's a the first one was a nineteen Beautiful. plus four. Uh huh. The but... second one is a natural twenty plus four. Okay, cool. You definitely feel that blanket slowly be placed on you. It's like the echo got shot by a gun. Echo is up. Okay, cool. What happened? Seven. <laughs> I okay. got a seven. You stay asleep. Hell yeah, brother. I hate this. Don't do this no more. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> um, as uh, you're starting to talk to this uh, other nurse, they're like, we, we think, actually, your friends here were actually a lot of help, and we should be fine now. Bop. And then... It's like in the trenches. Like, Echo is already looking around for someone that needs help. And you, as you wake up, like, you realize, like, you've... I mean, you did it. Like, it, did it's... It. Everyone that was savable has been saved. Very minimal. The, the eyes roll back and Echo is immediately back on the cot. <laughs> Cass, you see that. You see Echo gets up and goes, ah! <laughs> We're good. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, then. The blanket lands gently on top of them. <laughs> I'll see if I can get, like, some fresh water and, and like, some fresh fruit or something for them to snack on when they wake up. Nice. Like, right after a blood drive. Yeah, that's yeah, cookie. But like some fresh fruit or something that. like that to yeah, snack you on. Can, you can definitely find that and get that together for them. And a cup of water, and I'll mm-hmm. set that next to each of them yeah. for when they wake up. Cool. How long are you willing to wait here for them to wake up? Um, I mean, we're pretty much at dawn, sun rising, right? Yeah, time. you you were woken up at baby time, so it's pretty early. It's pretty early. You know all about that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how Arania is doing. Okay. <laughs> I guess I guess you decide when the scenes happen now. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just didn't know what else to do. I don't have. I don't. If you don't have anything else, you just. I say. don't have anything else to do. I don't I have guess. sound effects to put in. Homie <laughs> 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 say. And now you use it for every scene change. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna save that clip specifically. It's organic sourcing, my guy. <laughs> But uh, no, I guess he'll just stay out of the way, and but your intention is just kind of to wait until they wake up. Yeah, more okay. or less. Got it. Uh, Arania, hmm. you are now in this nursery. The, you you are no longer up in the air, but all of these kids are demanding Spider Lady. You see Miss Buns, and she looks 
She looks good. She look. It's it's weird. You saw her before with these tired eyes and worn out and falling apart, and now she almost looks glowing. Like she's she's uppity and she's really nice with the kids, and it's it's like a whole new woman. Um, Rabbit season. I'm gonna uh, stand up, do a big stretch, uh-huh. and um pick up one of the like pick up like the tiniest one I see and just hold and hold them close and walk over to Miss Buns and be and say very would have exacerbated good morning she says oh good morning you look well oh yes thank you both so much for taking care of the children it meant so much yes yes of, of course I I always have a weak spot for children. <laughs> they are pretty wonderful. They are. Your your friend actually came by oh, really? this morning and he kind of filled me in on how you all had helped and I just thank you. Oh yes, of of course. Um I'm I'm guessing that you're talking about the the seasonal one, correct? The one who just talks and talks um, and talks. No, actually. This one, he... Castiel, he had a mechanical arm. Oh. Though the second time I saw him, he didn't have oh. it anymore. Oh, that's not... That's out of... His name's not Castiel. It's Cool Guy. It is Cool Guy. Yeah. Well, that's odd for him to not have his arm. Um... This whole experience has been not only helpful for you, but honestly, for me too, it brings back a lot and makes me feel all warm and giggly. I don't get that feeling too often. (laughs) I understand exactly what you mean. Well, um, you know, the work doesn't end, (laughs) Uh, but thank you again. And like I told Cass, we'll... I will be there to help kind of influence the trial for sure. And we, we, we do appreciate that. Uh, do you happen to know um, where he went? Um, he went where your other friends were, actually. He went to the infirmary okay. um, to go check on them, I believe. <laughs> Thank you. I really do appreciate it. And I give the tiny bunny that I have in my head a little kiss on the, um, kiss on the forehead and gently put uh, put him down and like, I will... Hopefully see you, see you at the he's, trial. He's like, oh, guys, I got cooties. And then he's like, I got cooties. And to all the other kids, they're like, ah! And they all play this, <laughs> this game of cooties. We're kissing babies, saving the sick. Oh, we're perfect. And <laughs> Puts the kid down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess you're making your way to the infirmary, correct? Yep. Okay, cool. So you arrive uh, and see Castiel there. Uh, with a couple of cups of water and some fruit, and you see your two passed out friends, term used loosely, sorry, and you see this room of very injured individuals Hmm. that have been very well taken care of. Hmm. Well, it looks like we've been up to good deeds. I sit on the, I sit on the cot that has Echo. (sighs) Not like, not like on Echo, but like, you know, just a, hmm. 
They, I don't, think, they don't take up much room. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Your perception that, if that wakes up Echo. <laughs> I, I think it does. I think that it's it stirs you slightly. Shit! <laughs> and I think that will bring up Sandira as well. You guys are all in the infirmary. So I start to sit up and I look around at everybody. I'm like, well, today's the day. I know you'll all likely just disagree with me, but I can't help but say it. And so I don't feel guilty. I'm sorry that I brought you guys here. I understand that this, regardless of how you feel about me, I suppose it's, I've kind of got you in the crosshairs of some trouble. And, um, I think you guys are some of the best friends I've ever had. I know Chode, Porkley and Crump might not, like hearing that too much, but uh, somewhere in the distance, Chode Bowden is uh, he just sneezes. There's a disturbance in the force. <laughs> no matter what happens, whether you guys decide to leave before the trial or stick it out with me, I won't hold anything against you, but I do appreciate you guys being here. <sighs> is that it? Yeah. Did you see what you did yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. And Echo starts to like get up off the cot, and then let's go to trial. I suppose. I think this will be fun. No, nobody. Well, everybody's so dim and gloomy. There this is, is fun. I think I feel like Castiel would like catch on to it. There's like a new level. Like it, it's, it's a little change, but there's like a new level of acceptance off of Echo for Sandira. Mm-hmm. Is Castiel d- gloomy? <laughs> I don't, it's not that gloomy. As, as he's as he's passing out the fruit, he's just smiling. Yeah, as, as he's gonna have like, like a, a medium bowl of fruit, and I'm just like, here, y'all, y'all should have a little so, something on your stomach. So I'm guessing you guys are staying, but also, Cass. What's with the fruit? What's with what's just, what's with the everything? You you just gestured to all of me. Yes. I know. What's with the? You're so lively this morning. You got a little color in your face. The stick up your ass seems to have dislodged. Mm. Just had a good night's rest. That's all. Well, obviously you weren't in the room with Arania. No. And you certainly weren't here. No. Where did you sleep last night? Yeah. In a bed. Oh. In a bed. A bed? Oh, you dirty dog. <laughs> He's bad at hiding it. Oh. <laughs> He's already full blushing. Yeah, last I heard from Miss Bun, you came and, you know, talked to her a little bit, so. Oh! Guess we can see whose bed you slept in last night. You dirty dog. I, we had tea. Yeah, I've got cute names for it, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, guys, it, it really just seems like a month ago I was uh, showing him I was letting him dance in front of me. And you might think that it's a lot of energy for him to dance for the first time in front of people, but to witness it was something else. And look at him now. Wait, how many days into this are we? We are. Mr. Daykeeper? 44. So it's about a month. Fantastic. Wait, how much has this changed you? I go to dap him with my left hand. Because as I go to dap him, I realize his arm is gone. Make mental (laughs) note to ask about that. It's an awkward dap because it's still with the wrong hand. But does it feel... But there's something different for sure. <laughs> Cass. <laughs> there was fluidity in that. Ah, uh, come here, bud. Don't be shy. <laughs> Echo, I feel... Echo's, like, starting to reach into the bag because Echo has now also caught on that the arm is missing. 
I don't want to know. I don't know where it went. I don't need to know. Yeah, about that. I need to see your brother before we go to trial. <laughs> Why? Okay. Where's your arm? I guess we're going to learn. Cassiel? His brother has it. Why? Did Tyrion take your arm? I gave it Did to him. Did you also fuck his brother? No. We don't judge. That becomes family bingo on this trip for you, doesn't it? I mean, he's a conventionally attractive man, but no. I know. He looks, he got his looks from our dad. That ever again. I got mine from my mom. You're a conventionally attractive family. Hey, look, I think you've had enough fucking for one day. (laughs) (laughs) No, it just. (laughs) I'd fuck your whole family, but that's not who I fuck, dude. Your parents looking for a unicorn? Look, you and yours, you take very good care of yourselves. Uh That's all I'm saying. Where's the arm? Tyrion has it. Why? He's helping me with a situation. What's that the situation? I may or may not have made a deal with a fey rabbit child. <laughs> uh, man, he has sex. Really- he, he has sex one time, and now he can make jokes. What happened? Okay, so that one of those kids really wanted a cool arm like mine, and oh, he's not joking. To to kind of it's. It's, it sounds mean to say shut him up, but just to kind of go along because he was about to start crying. Anyways, I'm getting off track. Um, I told him I would kind of get him his own arm. Echo is now like holding this bag hostage. I, <laughs> if you can't be responsible with them, you can't have them. Look, I didn't know that was a thing here. Come on. it's. it's can, a- I roll, can I roll history to see what level of... You dumbass motherfucker look Echo gives. Sure. Sure. Oh my god. Like, what is the level of fey knowledge that we have in this area right now? Echo actually just rolled a seven. Okay. So not not many people really know a lot of the going-ons inside of the fey. Uh, usually the researchers tend to keep what goes on here kind of, kind of to itself. So like, they're not like secret keepers, but Unless you want to know something about it, they're not going to blab about it. And, and regardless, you can't have this arm. More Echo's or less, your brother filled me in. And Well, in all fairness, it's not like you knew, you know, let the man have his other arm. Are you going to lose this one, too? I didn't lose it. I know where the other one is, and it's in good hands. Maybe don't give it to him until we see my brother. That's what I was thinking. Because if if you see the child before you, we get to my brother... What if you just simply not having an arm keeps the deal going? Also, okay, on so a, on another note, the um, wording was the next time I see him. <laughs> so we just need to avoid bunny children, especially ones that sound like they have a continuous allergy sinus problem. Okay, pause. pause His pause, name pause. is Chutney. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Was the wording the next time I see you or was the wording the next time you see me? I do believe it was the next time I see you. Fuck. Well, just keep his eyes closed until we get to my brother. I got you. Who's got, who's got a rap? I, t- I take my neck cowl and I just... <laughs> oh, well, I guess... Can, can you help me out here? Because I don't have a arm. <laughs> he takes the one arm, pulls it up and goes, Oh, no, fuck. <laughs> As I tie it, I kind of I brush across your face a little bit on accident. You're like, ooh, cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is going to be fun and okay, fun-y. so Yeah, no, no offense. I get that you need an arm, but I did kind of help with this one. So it's staying with me until you can be responsible with it. Maybe it gives some more sympathy from the trial. It's my arm. I helped. If you can't treat things nicely. 
I didn't lose it. I okay. Let's just go see your brother. It's a great idea. Come on, cowboy. <laughs> boon yada boon yada boon yada boon yada boon. Uh, I put my I put my hand on his back, and as we're walking, I'm like, "So is it true? Are they like really fast?" Or <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it was my first. It was amazing. We, Usually after your first, you have a solid week of post nut clarity. It just keeps going, you're diminishing returns from there, bud. I stayed the night. We cuddled. Wow. Did you fall in love with her? Oh, no. Come on. Let's <laughs> just keep going to see my brother. <laughs> oh, you guys. There make was just it. a lot of new feelings. I, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I'm old enough to know better, I think. I yeah. think. Well, hey, I'll, I'll tell you what, Cass. While you're trying to sort this stuff out, if uh, you ever need somebody to talk to, old Sandy's got you. <sighs> Fucking Sandy. All right. <laughs> what would you prefer? No. So you you didn't say Sandy when you were talking to my brother last night, did you? No, I told him no. Okay. So, okay, well, I, I lead don't him, think so. I lead him to the researcher room. Cool. We'll find out in post edit. You guys make it there, and uh, we'll find out in post. <laughs> uh, He's becoming Tyrion, an engineer. Tyrion, uh kind of s- hears you guys come in. He's like, "Oh, oh shit! Hey, hey! <laughs> Gosh! No, oh, I know that look. Hey, hey, um, sorry." Why is why is his face covered up? The next time he sees the the kid, so maybe if he doesn't see him. Okay, pretty good idea. Uh, I know the kid's not in here. If you want to go ahead and pull it down. Mm. Okay, cool. I pull it down. Cool, cool, cool. Um, what's up, uh, guys? Pillow guy, it's good to see you. Um, <laughs> you should have just told him my nickname. Uh, but. Anywho, that is anywho. your nickname, Pillow Guy. Anywho, uh, so we spent a long time last night working. Uh, I think we got you something. Should be good. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here you go. And uh, he pulls out your old arm and gives it back to you. It's fine. It shoots a rope. Yeah. I'd- Attach it. It works good. And he goes, and here's 2.0. And he gives you another one. And this one uh, looks very similar. And he says, uh, go ahead and detach that one and hand it back. Echo is already already out for the other arm. I'm handing it to Tyrion. Okay. Yep. Good call. Um, (laughs) I take it back. All right. Now try that one out. Uh, basically the same kind of things you were doing to the launch, the rope mechanism kind of go, go ahead and do that again. Uh, sure. I'll aim somewhere where there's nothing damageable mm-hmm. and I'll try to activate it. And as you have your hand open, uh, instead of a rope kind of flying out of the arm, the fist goes flying and it flies out to wherever you put it and it closes shut. He says, you can still use it kind of like the rope. Uh, it grabs onto things same way that the rope would. You can use it to do some damage if you want. It'll uh, fire at about 120 feet. You can shoot it out 
and it'll do it'll, it it hits pretty hard i'd say it hits as hard as maybe like a like a short sword uh slamming into somebody like a like a maybe like a warhammer uh, uh mechanically it does a d6 you use your decks to attack with it it counts as a finesse weapon so you can get your sneak attack off on it uh, it shoots up t- it shoots up to 120 feet you can shoot up to 60 feet before you have to start doing disadvantage on it okay um and since it's your arm you don't get uh negative you don't get disadvantage firing it with an enemy within five feet of you because they it's different reacting to someone's fist launching out of their hand and it is also the same as the rope except 120 feet you can reel it in and reel it out kind of as you mentally desire uh and it's the rocket arm 2.0 he says you can give them this one and keep the new one then he, yeah, you said you fun. said the range was 120 feet. 120 feet. It's then, it's disadvantaged after 60 feet. Okay. Damn, Tyrion. You know what's crazy is a guy that was building his old arms. Just a single guy working on that stuff. Oh fuck. Yeah. That's a nut. It was amazing. And his house is booby trapped. It was inventive. You said booby trap weird. <laughs> Listen, I had a time in that house. Yeah, you, you just weren't paying attention. I'd love to. I'd love to meet him sometime. Maybe when we get back out of here, I can. Maybe you can introduce me, Cass. That'd be cool. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. I will. Be, I will be honest. I don't like people often. I liked him. He was very nice. Could you imagine? I look over at Cass. I'm like, could you imagine Tyrion, Echo, and Doc working on some shit together? <laughs> Echo just looks at Tyrion like. A secondary glow comes over Castillo. <laughs> like, man. <laughs> the robot arm 3.0 is just a mech. <laughs> Not even three. Four. We go straight to four. We skip three. We go straight we to go Mach straight four. To four and it's a mech. <laughs> Damn, yeah. by the end of that, I'd have an arm. I don't fucking know. Or maybe like the fucking gear from a <laughs> 3D movement gear. He goes, listen, I'm tired. Um... Don't worry about money or anything. Uh, let's just call it even for you guys helping us out with the Giants. Uh, thank you. I'm fucking tired. I'm going to go to bed. Hey, Tyrion. I can't, I can't thank you enough. Yeah. You didn't have to do that for my friend, but I appreciate it. Hey, he's not just your friend. And he points over and she goes. Anyway, it's good seeing you, bud. Oh, yeah. I was going to come to this trial thing, but like I'm fucking out of it. I think mom's still going to go. Um, and a couple of the researchers that weren't experienced in propulsion dynamics. Um, fucking wow. I bet science people are going to think I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like smart people are listening to this. <laughs> but yeah, thanks. Uh, and best of luck. I know you're going to do great. You guys are all real Real good, real good people. I appreciate that. Well, I guess you'll know how it goes if I see you again. <laughs> Shut up. And he goes to sit down. He kind of exhausted and slowly he starts to drift out. Well, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just, what did they ever give us a timestamp on the trial? No. As I you assumed. got as you guys are in that room, 
you actually hear uh, bounding down the hallway. Uh, hello, everybody. Hello, where, where are oh, you for at? Oh, he's loud. Hello. He's loud. We're here. I poke my head out and like wave. Hello. <laughs> hey, there you are. All right, all right. Here we go. Well, wait, hello, everyone. You about you about ready for trial? About as ready as I'll ever be. Hell yeah. Want to order you to go? No. I... Not today. All right. Well, worth a shot. Thanks for the offer. Yeah, I appreciate. No it. problem. Um, glasses <laughs> is already there. I figured I'd just kind of guard you guys there. Um, follow me. I step out first. He's go, he's standing second. in the room and he goes, huh. Yeah, I guess you're leading the way. All right. Here well, we no, go. no, I was. What? <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> I was trying to step out behind no, him. I got you. He leads the way. Yeah, it goes next. Yeah, he leads you guys to the trial. There is. All the way, Cash drinks all of his water, by the way. <laughs> he didn't yeah, realize he how dehydrated he was. Yeah, he does. And you guys end up in this room that has this giant. What do they call that? It's like a. Like a courtroom? It's like a, a long podium that multiple people sit at, but uh, it looks like a, like a like a chamber where they keep uh, like five elders that are sitting behind this long podium. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two sets of bleachers on either side. Bleachers is not the right word, but you, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and Pews, there's there's some people. There's some uh, rabbit folk sitting on either side. There's a couple of researchers here and there. Your mom's sitting in the crowd. And it's weird that she beat you here, isn't it? Kind of crazy. But anyway, as we're walking in, I'm just whispering, Cindy, are you all, am I supposed to be this thirsty? Yes. Can I get your water skin? Fine. Here. I kill that too. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You guys get up and uh, you see glasses kind of wave you guys over and he says, "Uh, so you guys go ahead and head over to glasses and uh, we'll get this shindig on the road. All right. And you guys meet up with glasses and he goes, all right, guys. So, uh, I'm kind of representing you guys uh, on y'all's end. Um, there's not much that I'm going to be saying. I'm mm-hmm. going to kind of let you guys lead the dance. If I see that you start to flail, maybe I'll I'll reach in and I'll help you out. Okay. But uh, I, I th- you guys are pretty straight up. And from what I've heard, you guys are really uh, helping out down here. So, you should be good. As he says that, Cash, you're looking kind of around and in the crowd and you see Miss Bond's out there and she waves to you. And I'll do and I'll nervously like front my arms down my side and I'll just kinda wave my hand a little bit, <laughs> so blush a little cute. bit. Cute, cute, cute. Okay. And then uh as glasses is kinda sitting there and explaining to you guys how everything's gonna go, the doors that you guys came through swing open again and it's a loud crack against the wall as uh this larger, uh, nearly eight foot rabbit, uh, hulking mass is fucking jack. If Donkey Kong was a rabbit, you got me comes through and he's wearing this plate armor and he's got this giant like battle ax. More like jacked rabbit. Jacked rabbit. (laughs) That's actually his name. No, I'm just kidding. He, uh, comes up to the opposing sides table and, uh, he goes, all right, all right, let's get this going, all right. I got lots of training I still got to do with my boys. Uh, so let's make this quick. And the elders up at the front go, uh, court will now begin. The 
trial on whether we will provide safe sanctuary for the researchers or if they uh, will be penalized for causing the giant's rage uh, begins now. And the everybody stands up. They say the pledge of the rabbit. <laughs> How's that go? Uh, left foot thump, right foot thump. Don't forget... We love to hump. We're rabbits. Oh, we oh. We're rabbits. Oh, we oh. I like to picture the jacked rabbit doing that. He does. Oh. He does it probably with the most vigor. And when he hops, the, the room shakes a little. Oh. And they go, um, defense will let you speak first. And uh, then General Thumper, you'll go next. Okay. Um, hello. I am Sandira Kelly. Hi, Sandira. Well, my father, as I'm sure you guys know, has kind of mucked things up a little bit, especially for people in the Fae. But that's sort of all you know of him. As As a kid, I always looked up to my dad. He was just so open and honest and selfless. Back in our realm began doing all this research in the Isle of Beginnings and things. And there were there were so many strict rules about who was able to go. You know, you had to be sterilized in order to go there so that you couldn't colonize. And it was all about opening up new avenues of sharing, of trade, of research, development, anything like that in Thistleheim. And research led by him or as you may know him as a uh, Torani is the reason Thistleheim is so diverse as it is opening up trade to places that had never seen Thistleheim before. And they came to live there and how I met uh, a personal mentor of mine, Pishka uh, just through this types of effects that Torani had on the world around us. Um, and as he led the team and I kind of gesture over to the researchers, I, all five of them were like, Woo. even they will tell you that he was just as, if not more strict than what state state regulation would allow. We, if we're going to ask to see something or ask to research something, we respect that culture. We uh, no is a no and a yes is a yes. We leave everything how, well, they leave everything how it is. And we take that knowledge with us and use it for good. That's that's what's made the world that we come from such an amazing place. Um, and I've always aspired to be like him, though I couldn't be a researcher myself. And I've spent many a night missing him. And I've always found myself wanting to be a lot like him. And um, to hear about him taking this artifact, I... Well, no one imagines him in that light. And I can't for the life of me figure out why he would go against the wishes of another culture and take from him. Um, I know that the, the blow it takes is the blow to me personally is nowhere near as great as what you what everyone here has experienced. But that's a it, it hits me deep in my in my DNA. It just it, it just just feels like something's trying to claw out of me and I can't describe it and after being here for a night I I got to see firsthand just what kind of damage that's done um, Echo and myself were in the infirmary last night helping a lot of your wounded to um, at least become stable it's shown me just how important 
honestly, the teachings of Torani were and the kind of effects they can have when someone betrays that and knowing that he himself betrayed it, it's... You're right, it is it's unforgivable, and I understand why we're doing this. What What I do want to offer is that I would like to be charged with finding him and understanding why this is happening. I can't for the life of me think that it's just him acting out on his own volition. Even more so now, just as a, another kid here, I, I just need my dad, and I need to know that he's okay. And whatever is causing this, and unfortunately, even if it's him, I, I feel like I have a duty to my family and to the people that's always looked up to him to, to end this. I guess from there, the rest is in your hands. But I, I do hope that you hear me out. And if, if there's any way that I can help or help you understand what's going on, I'd be more than happy to. I think that's all I have to say. Anyone else from the defense? Would you like to speak? I'll turn to you guys going it's okay this is this is my responsibility no it's our responsibility we were tasked to deliver research materials and now we are here yeah i mean hell not to mention we were as part of ishtari we were delivering materials to the researchers to help protect them against what was going on turns out what was going on was Something Torani did. Again, the emotional pain that is causing me is nowhere near as great as the pain that you see in your people every day. And witnessing it firsthand yesterday, even at a, on a small scale, it's just... Allow me to do this not only for myself, but for the pain that it's caused you. The balance is wrong. And now it's in our best interest to put it back. Regardless... Of how we do it. But it is our responsibility to do so. Yeah. I I step forward and I I stand with Sendir. Whatever he's charged with, I wish the same. Very well. Now the defense will speak. Or the opposed will speak. General Thumper, begin. All right. Very nice little speech. Oh, me dad's bad. I understand. La, la, blah, blah. Um, but in the end, this is our home. And we deal with things our way. All right. What we should be doing is getting me Thundershock troops going in, finding this individual, taking him out. Getting the getting that crown back, giving it back to the giants, restoring balance. We trusted them. They broke our trust. Now it's our job to clean up their mess. I, I, uh, no offense to you folk, but you don't know how this realm works. You just said yourselves you're not even members of the research team. So you've... I'm assuming this is all of your first time even being here. Am I wrong? No. There you have it, Court. I've lived here my whole life. I've trained young ones to fight. 
I've, I've led the Thunder Troops, hell. They're named after me great-granddad. Were those your Thunder Troops in the infirmary? Some, yes. I would wager a majority, actually. You'd be surprised how many we still have. Did we not just spend all night stabilizing, if not saving, most of them from the brink? Would not the best first wave be allowing a chance at reconciliation? If I may, I think not being part of the research team plays into our favor here. Of course, I understand you don't trust the research team because, well, if I had to wager a guess, you're not too familiar with the inner workings of it and how they all worked under the same code, one person detracted. Fine, you don't trust the researchers. The rest of them, I feel, shouldn't be punished for the sins of one man, but if you're going to task somebody with going to find him, wouldn't it be better if it wasn't part of the research team? Or your own I, troops, your own people. I have no, I have no connection to the research team other than my family being a part of it. And you know, we can after what's happened to your troops or what it, what have it. This would be a chance for someone else to take the blow. And you know what? If if it, look at it this way, if I go and fail, you have to come anyways. But you could save yourself some blood. Save yourself some lives. I have enough personal connection with this individual that maybe it would be a little bit less violent if I were to take a crack at it. Well, Your Honors, as you um, can see, uh, again, no offense to you new folk. But you're a bunch of pups in a place you've never been before. And that one, and he points over at Echo, uh, can't even respect someone having their own turn to speak. So, I don't think you're all ready. It's not me wanting to save my people. It's me wanting to save as many as I can. You did help in the infirmary, and I appreciate that greatly. But if you're going to be efficient in the infirmary, why not stay in the infirmary and help there while we go out and look for them? Because... We both know the infirmary isn't very large, and I feel like attacking us with violence, you're just going to keep stacking the infirmary, and we're just two people. If I go out there, uh, okay. if I go out there and get hurt, you're right. I'm not from this place. You have no responsibility or accountability for my life. Where where I lay, you can leave me. There, there's 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 no loss whatsoever in me going out there and getting myself killed. However, you have a duty and a responsibility to these people. And this is about somebody not from this place wanting to go and take care of somebody not from this place. Well, I appreciate your point. And your honors, again, I respect what they have to say. As they have just mentioned, it's only two of them. And I, as I see, it really only looks like four of them. And they just don't seem equipped for the task. Yes, you sending a couple of flies out to take care of a frog when you have spiders is just it just doesn't make sense. I've spoken to others of the woodland folk. We've been in touch with the lupine and they've offered a hand in extension and the avians and they're also willing to work with us. We have the opportunity, but 
there's no helping someone that's been overcome by this crown. I, and someone who's played a farce for as long as your father did to, to become so corrupt, it's just, how can you promise me that you won't be clouded in your judgment? Because just like my father, before I have a family, I have a duty to the living things of this world, just as he taught me. No, there isn't a single life worth overtaking the entirety balance of nature and how things work. And I, as much as I can see why you may not believe me, I think that bringing that balance back and restoring things is much more important than how much I love my my family. I, I just because I thoroughly believed the things that he was saying and that this is for the good of humanity. It's never for the good of one person. And it, it's just words. I get that. But words that your very father has said probably in his own. And look at where he is. Went a few centuries without ever breaking him. And suddenly is suddenly that changes. I don't even have a few centuries on me yet. Let me ask you a question. How long would it take for you to get ready? If we took proper time and gathered the appropriate resources, maybe three weeks. I'll tell you what. What if you make it four? Allow some of your men to recover just a little bit longer. Increase your numbers. Let us go. Today. And if you don't hear anything from me by the time you go to leave, then it's your way. But if you're not... If you're going to be taking three to four weeks anyways, I'll go. If I can get it figured out before then, who knows? Maybe we find that we come to a head and find out that we're on the same side. But for the good of myself, well, for the good of you get you people, for the good of my family, and just for a chance to know that it's not really my father, I'll go today. In this case, everybody gets to do what they want to do. Miss Buns uh, stands up and she says, Your Honours, may I speak for a moment, please? Of course. Uh, Miss Bun, you have a brief time now. We, we need to move this court along. At least two of the individuals in this group, I can guarantee you have no intentions of harming any of us. They helped me with the children and spent so much time enjoying them and playing with them and making merry and gave me a break that I needed. And the way they were with these children, it's just, it'll, I'll, ne I'll forever be in their debt for it. And as she says that, she kind of looks into Castiel's eyes uh, from across the room. And then uh, Chutney goes, yeah, and that's cool guy, and he made me a promise. That's cool guy. I'm pillow guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, cool guy, you said. Cool guy. <laughs> cool guy, you said. Did I see him? Are you going to ignore a child in a public courtroom? I am wearing the old one, right? Uh, you have? I don't know whether you're wearing it or not. I don't know which one you're technically wearing right now. What did I say earlier? I don't, I don't think it matters one. which one you're wearing. Because they both do the same thing, basically, right? 
The okay. new one's better. So you know what? Mm. I'm wearing the new arm, and I'll and I'll gesture to Echo. I was like, "Can I?" My old which arm. Which one? Which one? The, the, the one with the the the, the, the rope. The, okay, cool. <laughs> Child safe esque one. Echo starts like digging into the bag of holding. That oop nope. There's a little drip of blood. That's not the right one. One moment. <laughs> I apologize. Echo pulls out the arm. Your Honor, may I? Of course. Yes. And, and I'll yes. walk. I'll walk over to Chetney, and I'll go. Deal's a deal. And I'll hand him the arm. He grabs and goes, "Fucking sweet." And he puts it on top of his head, and it attaches. <laughs> he goes, "This is thick." Your Honor, cool guy is cool. And they look at him and go, it, "We didn't. That's not what this is." It may be a All right. little bit. And he goes. Abracazoo! And he zips away <laughs> <laughs> on the rope and uh, thunder, <laughs> Thunderfoot. And I'll go back to my place. Looks at you all and goes, Huh. Made a deal with one of us. You made a promise. All right. I'll let you go. I don't see a problem with it. Your Honor, if, if you're allowing, I would wish to propose an offer. And they look and say, propose. You, what's your name? Sandira Caliera. Sandira, I will make you a deal. If you promise me you will do everything in your power to stop your father from being the one he's being, I'll let you go. You'll have four weeks. We'll get prepared. No problem. I, um... I turn and look at my mom in the crowd. But if you hesitate, then that's it. Yeah, I, I turn and make eye contact with my mom just to see how she's like how she's reacting. She's, she's worried. I just kind of nod at her. I turn back to Thunderclap. Thunderfoot. Thunderfoot. <laughs> Thunderfoot. I will do everything in my power to stop him from being who he's being. I just want to make sure we have the understanding that coming in contact with him, murdering him is not going to be the first choice I make. I, I, I just want to make sure that, you know, I will approach it away from other than violence. I said anything, any, any possibility. Of course. That means you have your range of options, but it also gives us a level of security that if you do not, Use every option available, then bad things are going to happen for you. If it comes down to it, you'll have to do it. And all of a sudden, the whole courtroom's like, oh, he did a rhyme. <sighs> Thunderfoot. And he sticks his hand out. And I kind of quickly make eye contact with my entire party. I trust you. Deal's a deal. I stick my hand up. He shakes his hand. He shakes your hand, and he slams his foot on the ground, and a strike of lightning comes down and ignites in the palms of your hands as a, another Fey promise is made. Which, for all intents and purposes, if there's no other option, and your dad's there, you're gonna have to kill him. If there's no other option, you can do every option before that. Yeah. But if not, you're basically a walking nuke. That's okay, though. Love that. 
Anyway. I love that. So what you. happens to us if we fail? Nothing to us. Mm, well, it depends how close you are to him. Yeah. It's specifically. When, he, when it happens. To who? Me. Tindir. What happens to him? Who knows? We'll find out. I'm almost positive, Cass, that if I hesitate and don't exhaust every option, I just explode. Most likely. I'm dead. He'll be con- He's become the equivalent of a nuclear firearm that has a very specific trigger. They're gonna there's they're gonna get these giants one way or another, basically. Yeah. Are you prepared to do that? Well, cast the way that I see it, if I don't try everything, they're gonna kill him. And if that's gonna be the only outcome, oh I guess I'd rather do it myself. Ladies and gentlemen, if there's nothing else, cult is adjourned. Thank you. And one of the elder rabbits slaps their gavel against the fucking table. Fuck it. They use their foot. Everybody, they all slap their foot on the ground. <laughs> and Man, uh, I love this place. <laughs> and uh, court wraps up. Um, Very um, flexible people. And Thunderfoot. Very flexible. Uh, comes over to you. <laughs> and uh, he's like, listen, uh, I didn't want to say this in the court, but... That promise, you can still run if it comes down to it. And you don't think you can do it before you find your dad. You can run. I haven't tied you into some classic fey promise. It's just, I've got to look for my people. Got to keep them safe. And I really desperately wanted to keep you all safe and out of this. Because it's not your responsibility to take care of our world. But I do appreciate you taking responsibility for someone else's actions. Of course. I feel as though it's my father's actions that's brought a lot of this onto you. And so my name does bear some responsibility. And sure, while we're being completely honest with each other, maybe protecting your world isn't my number one priority. It's just a byproduct of my number one priority. And that's good too. And so... You know, the way that I see it, um, not that this says anything about you, of course, but I feel that if I don't do something, there's a greater chance that he'll die, likely at your hands. And um, I feel if there's a way to exhaust literally any other option before that, then I'm the one that's got to see that through. Family's important. It's unfortunate seeing enough like you blue at such a young age. I'm sorry that you've been going through a lot. I wish you the best. And he gives you a pat on the shoulder and he begins to walk out of the courtroom. The ground shaking with every step. I say thank you before he turns around. Give him a... We have that man, we, we have that classic man-to-man like understanding nod. Yeah, you know? I know. Bury it down deep. Bury it down deep, thank you. Yeah, and those... Uh, Regret. <laughs> I kind of turn and I'm like... Oh man, words words sure have effect on me. <laughs> he said that, and I'm like, damn, I am a little too young to. Wow. All right, well, fellers, um, it's it's early in the day, so it'd be a good time for us to make preparations to hit the road. Of course, I, is it midday or early morning? I, I mean, feel like that didn't take long. It's early, so we um, can just go. Yeah, it didn't take long. But I need to talk to my brother. Yeah. And I'd also like my mom present. Fantastic. 
I do want to discuss the fucking smoke clouds from the Ravens. Oh, the trail? Yeah. Oh, I I checked my pants. Is my dagger there? No. <laughs> Not yet. What's your raven doing? Oh, the do you remember gone. what you wrote on it? Yeah, you wrote, I wrote it, it down, right? You know, uh, Echo, the smoke signals might have something to do with... Yes, that circuit that just won't close. Echo is dying to know. Maybe it's got something to do with all this. So then we can two birds, one stone it. Yeah. You go have your family moment. You go. Yeah. Enjoy that. We'll go handle this one. And we'll meet up at the room they put us in and then find our way back to the entrance. Okay. Okay. So the last note I left with the dagger was, what is your name? Do you know who I am? Okay. He needs the raven for it to turn into a raven, don't you? Or you need the knife for it to turn into a raven, don't you? The one that disappears? I think that was just the initial uh, so you have the appearance raven. of it. He can definitely call the raven in. Cool. You go do your thing. Close the circuit. Echo has problems. Echo wants to know what's going on with the fucking raven. You're next. Do you want us there? Echo's coming after the damn spider next. This is going to be me, mom, and Tyrion. Yeah, Echo caught on to that quickly. Want to go on a weird treasure hunt? Yes. Ronnie is very quiet in a um in a somewhat pissed off. Why are you pissed off? Attitude, and she's like, and she starts. She just says, "We're let's, we should just move." Isn't you that were quiet we're during that whole trial? I no, it's it's you were. nothing. You were. It's I don't think it's anything. It's, it's never just, nothing. We're we're traveling to. I mean, we're we gotten this far together i mean kind of being a bitch about it i just don't know how well that promise will be able to be kept the you'll do anything any option that's fine they said any option any option i am an option we know an option we and we know then that's what works he has to exasperate any option and we have seen that he has not done that. We'll get there. Move on. The Raven! Please. Ha! Oh, God <laughs> damn it. Please. Hold on. It feels like there's something to, you know, talk through here. Oh, I can talk through that very quickly. Cutting them off does not give them a voice. The floor is yours. Oh, aren't you so gracious? I just feel like this group has very different ideas of do anything, such as at the cart. So many people died when all we had to do was take out two guards. Seems like we cannot exasperate any option. You all hold life beneath you so highly Tell that them. you can't take out a simple person to save the lives of so many people. Yes, God! So can you honestly, Sandira, exasperate any option you have? Because if you can't, you just signed your death wish. Yeah, so while I really appreciate your concern... It's not a concern, it's a fair point. I know. That's why I called it a concern. While I appreciate your concern, understand that I'm the only one this really affects. So whether I do it or not, if I don't do it, I die. 
If I do it, I don't die. Nothing happens to you. But things happen, have happened to other people. You have to understand that you honestly, both of you have blood on your hands. The entire guardship died because you could not take it out of your morals. You had to be the good guy, the hero, to not kill two simple guards. You have blood on your hands. So no, it does not affect only you, Sandira. You've killed... I also want to point out that before you even knew about the guards being bad, the first thing you suggested was, huh, I'm bored. Let's kill everybody. But I didn't. So so excuse me for not taking the first option I'm given by a murdering psychopath. I do remember that it was the third option that I offered. So my friends died. My friends did die. Actually, now that she's brought it up. And we buried them. Your father is responsible for the deaths of that doesn't matter right now. People, it does. It matter. doesn't. No, what matters right now is the excellent point of: Did you just make a deal because it was the right deal to make, or did you make a deal fully understanding the consequences of? Yeah, that I'm the only one who bears is it punishment for for over not. The last Two weeks, not even two feet behind you, literally physically attached to you, goes Castiel. However, they choose to punish you. It is not within any realm of suspense to assume he's going to be too close. And I get that as well. I'm not going about this going, well... Will you kill him? I would rather have to kill him than him be murdered by a that very large rabbit. That wasn't the question. If there are no other options... Will you do it? Probably, yeah. Will you do it for the balance of existence itself at this point? Are you willing to take on the consequence of actions you did not take? And my my life is not his responsibility. I'm choosing to go along with him. Fantastic. That is not the deal he made. So if we see if the confrontation comes down to it, just stay like 20 feet away from me. I don't know. I don't know what it means for every option. I'm going to exhaust every option, but it is ingrained in me and has been ingrained in me that the balance, the balance of humanity has always been placed above everything else in my family so push comes to shove sure i do it or i don't that's what it comes down to have you ever had to i see this as a chance to save my father whether that's him as a person or from a gruesome death it's because it'd be gruesome either way it is just death because it's That's not, not the only option. It's not, we guar- don't know that. it's not guaranteed that he's going to have to die. It isn't. But honestly, do you think your father's worth being saved? You have a lot of opinions yes. for someone who has had zero opinions in the last two encounters, including the trial. I have zero opinions because I know that I'm not responsible. Zero I contributions. Know I, have, I have nothing on my conscience, no blood on my hands, nothing to do. Guilty you by know association is guilty still guilty. Guilty by association says the pickpocketer. Guilty by association says the one who's in a cult right now because you couldn't keep your hands to yourself. Guilty by association 
is the one running from his own crimes. You could have spoke up when we were talking about the two guards during the caravan, I but you didn't. Nothing. You kept your comments to yourself. I said what I had to say, you and have I no said. You no stones to cast because you're just as guilty. I'm then where is my opinion? Who had all the guards killed, not me? You were a part of it. I gave my two who, cents. Who killed all the guards? You, by association. <laughs> you are guilty by association. Okay, then don't go. We all have don't the, go. Don't go. All, I'll we go. All, we all have that blood on our I'll go hands. Throw my, no. I'll go throw my big pole at my dad by myself. And when you hear a distant explosion, you go, well, he's dead. And find your happy asses way back to Thistleheim and go along being big old Vishtari going and spinning a web and going, oh, I'm horny for muscle, man. And, you know, you can go hang out with my friends from Solstice because they actually kind of like you. And. You know, I'm not going anywhere. So uh, you guys can. So, so this is what we're faced with. We can sit here and you can point fingers and say, oh, he's not going to do it. He is going to do it. He's not going to do it. No one's making you stay. I would love for you to be here. I still like you guys, even if you're all mad at each other. But at the end of the day, like I've said, I will always love for my friends to come with me and be a part of this with me, because if it was happening to you, I'd be right there. Because when we were at the trials, I watched somebody get killed in front of me. And when one of you reached a hand out to me, I didn't add cold and push it away. I didn't get scared of my own feelings and not want to open up to somebody. And I didn't scurry away and go find my big muscle friend to protect me from the Isn't world. Isn't that a delightful privilege? And I just reached my hand right back out. Isn't trust such a delightful privilege for you? And look how far it's gotten us. Honestly, honestly, let's talk about how far we've gotten. You want to know the only reason why you two are standing here right now? Who was the one at the trials who didn't run from the dragon? Who was the one at the trials that actually took it down? You'd be dead without honestly, and I'll give it echo. You'd Sandira would be dead. No, it is the point. There's a point of how we got here based on trust. I trusted echo that day and look where it's gotten me right where you want to be. And where do you know? Where do you want to be? Yeah, is this where you want to be? Where, you where do I? Where do your trust in Echo has gotten you this far? It's gotten me this far. My trust in but either it doesn't one sound of like you, you hasn't gotten. My trust in either one of you has not gotten me far. Then, I've. Well, all I'm saying is, I, I've never told you to trust me. You made that choice. Just because murder is the easy answer doesn't make it the right answer. Wouldn't say it's easy, but it is the right one. And I just want to know: Are you willing to do that? To protect the lives of... It's an option. It's not the only option. To protect option. the Bef lives. Before I shook his hand and understanding the weight of a promise here, I understood that that is an option. And I made it clear to him that it's not going to be my first option. But I will exhaust everything in my power to atone for the sins of my father because I feel like I'm the only one who can. Sandira, personally, sincerely... Atoning for the sins of a father is significantly different. How is that different? It is heavy, my friend. It is heavy in ways that you don't know. Okay, so... Listen. No, this is not patronizing. This is not it. This is not for the argument at which we stand now. This is personal. I need you to understand that this is... 
a different weight from just killing a giant or bandits. And my only concern is that you have now committed yourself to something that is not a unicorn that is looking out for you. This is not a unicorn that wants your help. This is not your brother who loves you, your mother who loves you. This is soul wrenching. This is faith tearing. While I may not be able to feel the full weight of that, my two options are, do I atone for his sins or do I carry the weight of his death without ever trying? Then I pull back and Echo pull, holds out their hand. They said, any option, I'll be an option. As in? I will be an option. At your discretion. When in Fae, do as Fae. You're young, Sandira. I know. In the sake of the balance. I cannot allow this to be someone else's responsibility. And there's like a slam of metal as like that shield with the scales hits the ground. That is my purpose. And this is his. I appreciate that. Allow it to be an option. An option. Just an option. But understand that I'll exhaust all of mine first. That's all I ask. I, I, I appreciate that everyone wants me to understand how heavy this is. But I also understand that if I had not put myself forward, that I would have been carrying the weight of just someone else murdering them and me never having tried. I I couldn't, especially when I'm in a position where I can step up and try. How do I how do I look at my brother and say I could have tried to save our dad and I just didn't? How do I go home to my mom and say, sorry, you're a widow. I was too scared to go face him myself. Like a bow and a quiver. That's all it can be. No guilt. No weight. It is what I do. That's that's a decision that I'll make when I feel the time is right. And there again, however you feel about it, you'll have to trust me. Can we all agree on that one? That's his door to close and his alone. That's one. As long as we all know. That's two. Cool. There's three. And I've already offered that makes four. The matter is settled. Should hearts change, I'm sure there's a way to get back to the regular plane as soon as possible. Somewhere. I'm done wasting time. As long as you know. As long as we're here. Their children's life is stake. I am done wasting time. Let's not forget about that. Wasting time, Echo. Seem like we do that a lot, don't we? As as everyone's exiting everything, I do want to stop Miss Buns. I'll touch her on the arm, just to catch her attention. And uh, and I'll when she turns, I'll go. Thank you. I know that's something you didn't have to do. She takes the hand that is uh, holding her arm, and she takes it into both of her hands, and she goes. There's a lot of things we do that we don't have to. And she gives you a wink. Anytime you want to uh, have tea again. I kiss her on the cheek and then I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so you go over to uh, the research room again. Your brother's kind of starting to rustle awake from his exhaustion. And uh, your mom is walking with you. Hey, uh, 
if it's cool, I'd like to speak to my speak to my family alone. If you guys don't mind clearing out, they give you your privacy, and it's it's just you three. Uh, and your brother is like, Phew. oh man, sorry. Uh, how did it go? Well, uh, I'm alive. Yeah, that's uh, good. Um, I'm in a bit of a pickle, and I feel like I might have to do something that I could really use your blessing. I'm not sure how much you heard, Mom, but um, I had to basically plea for Dad's life. What they want to do is send a team out, find him, kill him, return the crown. Yeah, I kind of figured that would be their interest. And so I asked him how long it would take him to prepare. Mm-hmm. He said three weeks. Uh, I offered, I'd say, hey, let me go find him. Let me exhaust other options because, you know, it'd be nice to bring dad home. I don't know if all my pretty words did much convincing, but what I did find out is that it's going to take them three weeks to fully prepare and head out on this journey. I offered for him to take four to allow his men to rest up. And um, I leave as soon as possible and I go Hmm. find him. Uh, The part where it gets kind of rough is... In order to have that opportunity, I had to make a promise that I would exhaust every option. Uh, wait. Walk that back a little bit. Say that sentence one more time. The only way that I could get an opportunity to bring Dad back alive... Mm-hmm. Here's, here it comes. This is where I got a little bit of a problem. ...is if I exhaust every option. And so... And... You promised that. It was the only way that I that I could. Big magic scene. Shook a hand. Yeah. Oh fuck! Listen, this Sandira, Sandira. I I get it. I get it. But the only the only two options we have are they go out and murder him, or I try and bring him home. You but. But Sandira, like you, why are you deciding to do all this now? You've been my brother for that 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 just wanted to kind of float by and live life like he could. You weren't you. This isn't you. You're not this this hero. Why is this your burden to bear? It. I should have gone. I should have gone, and I sh- I should have made the promise. That's. It's not your burden to bear. It should have been me. It should have been mom. We're we're the ones that have been here. We're the ones that let it let the problems happen. It's not your burden to bear. Is it so bad to like to just look for a little purpose in life? It sucks that the first time that I start to feel like I'm becoming somebody is hey you might have to kill your dad, but all. All I've wanted is to be literally anybody just wondering for something else. That's all I've done. And I finally found just a little something that made me feel like I was as important as my big, smart family. And all it's done is gotten me into shit. And so you've always been important to me, though, Sandira. You're my brother. Like, I I get that. I get that. But, But you have a 
you have a name that means something, okay? Everyone in this family has a name that means something. I'm tired of just being... I, I, I hate... Well, I don't really hate it, but I just dislike that my own legacy is just how close I am to you. But, like, and so that's not saying like, oh, I want to be a hero so I can kill my dad. I set out to look for something bigger than myself and I found it. Oops. But Sandira, it just because we're all researchers, it's not like you, you can live. You, you can continue this family. You can, you can, you have all these options available to you. And I've been so jealous of you because all I've ever been good at is research and, and science. And it's not that I wanted this. It's just all I can do. This is it for me. You've always been the one that, that has the talent. You, you can do anything. You, the, the grass is greener, I guess, because from this side, it just feels like I'm doing nothing. And I'm so tired of doing nothing. I wanted to be a part of something, you know, I what what doesn't change is the fact that I don't necessarily enjoy how these events led up to one another. But OK, think, think about think about if I hadn't. All right. Think about if I hadn't seen you in that portal on the island fighting for your life and we didn't show up. What would have happened to you and mom? I don't know. I don't know what would have happened. <laughs> You're right. It, it, I'm extremely thankful. And it, I love that you were there to help. And I'm, I respect it. And I'm thankful for it. But it's... <sighs> okay. Well, we've got what? Three weeks, you said? Four. Well, let's get as prepared as we can. Um, give, me, give me in the group a day. Uh, and we'll rig me and you something up and we'll go out there and get them. Listen, like, mom, <laughs> I, she, as your brother starts saying, we will go get them and we've got this. Uh, your mom starts to step in and goes, Tyrion, your brother has made a decision. He is becoming a man and it's his time. I trust him with all of my heart. And I know that he'll bring our father back. Not technically my father. I do call him daddy sometimes. <laughs> all right, mom. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But you're more than you give yourself credit for, Sandira. You've maybe not had the same intellectual drive as me, your father or your brother, but the way that you can influence people the way that you 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 made an entire town of solstice know you by name and whether you like it or not your name has begun to to flower and bloom and i just hate that flowers don't last long in the winter and she rubs against your cold face you're too young you're too young to be this sad you're going to be able to do this. I believe in you. Just believe in yourself. You're more than you give credit for. And she pulls you in close. And Tyrion comes in and hugs you as well. 
I just don't want you to hate me if I have. At the same time, your brother and your mom are like, we'd never hate you. And you guys embrace. I think that both your mom and your brother, sort of their season begins to change to spring for just a moment. And then it fades back into him being in summer with his anger still built up so much and your mom still in winter thinking about what actually has to be done, potentially. I'll put my hand on Taryn's shoulder as we start to break away. If you want to come, it's your dad too. He kind of punches the air in frustration. Is like, with dad not here, I, someone's got to help lead and... All I've ever been good at is being the research guy, so this is what I've got to do. But I'm not letting you leave unequipped. Now, come on. we got to get your measurements ready. You three. Yeah. Little agents of chaos. You leave the burrow. We wandering? Fucking mm, love I don't wander. think you'll wander. I think there's a path for sure. Oh, uh, where is that path? Ha! Ha! So, I think the way the last time that this worked was that... The Raven and I had, I don't know if it was just consciousness that we traded or if it was just me being able to see through the Raven's eyes. Either way, I don't know if I can move my body while I'm focusing through said Raven. Then we make a decision now. Do you want to guide him or am I guiding him? I can do it. I don't think it'd be hard. Or I could just put a hand on either shoulder it, and we're doing it works that the same way. way. It works the same way. And so I go in the raven form, and I whoosh. Okay. His body goes thump. Oh. Oh, my whole body goes limp. Go thump. I mean, and I, it can stand up straight, I guess, T-pose. <laughs> I, just, I, like, I grab his hand, like, interlocking my fingers. Like, okay, let's go. Yeah, Echo is now following the raven. Okay, you guys follow the raven. Yeah. Do, when I go in the raven form, do I see that trail again? Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah, you see it. We're following the raven. All right. Yeah, the raven's flying like every 20 or 30 feet. It just turns around. I turn around and make sure they're still following. Echo is on that shit. It is yeah. like a heat-seeking missile. You are not breaking Echo's concentration here. Then I dash. Yeah, let's go. Bats. <laughs> um, as you guys are following the raven intently, Rania, as you guys are running, uh... You're kind of bringing up the rear, uh, making sure that everything's okay from the back. You hear the clink of something, and you look down and see that Sandira's dagger is back. Or not Sandira. Castiel's dagger is back. Oh. And it is in his, in his scabbard. And you see that it is there's a, a note tied around it. Can I take it? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to take I'll, I won't take the whole story. i just take the note now. I want to read it. Cause I I don't I don't know what the last note said. Or do I? I don't think Castiel mm -hmm. shared that with anyone. Okay, but well, I'm gonna still take it and read it. Okay, cool. It, it asked what the what their name was and what else. Do you know who I am? Okay. It says a shard from the Mistress of Shadows, and does this dagger talk? Are you the dagger? Echo. What? The dagger's talking. See, you think it's talking too? It's not dumb. <laughs> Castiel, if you would like to pause for a moment, you have a new note. You hear that in Raven form. I'll caw a couple of times and then keep flying forward. Wait, wait. Once for keep for stop, twice for keep going. 
Caw, caw. Fantastic. Echo is still walking. All right, let's keep going. We'll come back to that later. We'll come back to that later. Okay. And you guys finally arrive after about 30, 40 minutes of uh, travel. You arrive to this big portal. And through it, you see a castle. And the castle is a silhouette engulfed in shadow. Um, What the fuck? I think at this point, I would switch back to my body. Sure. Does this castle and or silhouette look familiar? Yeah, to you, but in a weird way, because you've never seen this castle before, but something feels almost nostalgic about it to you. It's not necessarily familiar in the sense that you know this thing and you've seen it before, but something, I don't know, it just feels like you've, you know that place. Can I, can I quickly... Like, channel some fucking divinity or some shit. Sure. Get some idea from Kelimbor uh-huh. where we're supposed to be going at this point. Because your god is not my god. What is that? That is religion, yeah? I mm-hmm. just, I'm just assuming. Yeah. Echo's been on this religious cake. We may as no, well. No, you're fine. <laughs> That's an eight. Echo is fucking tired, y'all. You see a single blink of light off of Castiel for a moment. Just the, just the quickest... <sighs> You could probably have mistaken it for like a, a trick uh, of the something, eye. Something, something. A little blink as can he I begins e- to walk forward. Can I like exhaust like a level one spell slot and try again or some shit? Sure. So I don't have to roll with like disadvantage? Sure. Because I know that's what it is. Just rolled a fucking 16. Look at that. Which is significantly better than a nine. You see a scale appear on the back of Castiel. Um, you see that it tips back and forth. And as he left is bad, right is good. As he gets closer to the portal, it starts to level out. It, yeah. it stops bouncing back and forth and it slowly begins to start leveling out as he's walking towards it. Echo stops dead in their tracks. Echo's not moving forward. As you stop moving forward, the scale starts tilting towards bad. Fuck! There's a hand on your shoulder. Where are you going? Well, I, I was. Yeah, I saw that. Why? I don't know. It, it feels nostalgic. It feels like I know this place. Mm-hmm. Well, if it feels like he knows it, maybe it's okay. No. What's no. gotten into you? What's what's wrong? Does it feel right, or does it just feel familiar? Something feels right about it. Fantastic. We did already make. You feel your head start to burn a little, Castiel, and visions of your sister start to kind of play in your head. You see visions of your sister from the past. And then you see the portal from the caravan, where for a brief moment you saw a current, what you believe to be a current version of your sister. So a little bit of clarity comes to that vision in particular, as you notice in the background there was a throne and someone that you can't make out. They're, they're silhouetted in shadow, and the room looks of some kind of royal status of some sort. You remember seeing your sister looking you right in the face and you look out from it and there's a window that you can see through in this, this instance of a memory and through it, your eyes zoom in and you see this portal and you looking in. I think it's my sister. You see the portal begins to kind of extend out towards you decisions. and you see a hand begin Make to decisions. form. What are you doing? 
a massive hand, by the way. This is huge, and it reaches out towards you. Does it look like the same hand that came through and dropped the dagger in my lap? No, 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 no. This is very different. This It looks like uh, the portal itself is kind of manifesting into something to reach out to you. Oh, fuck. What are you doing? At this moment, he's, he, he's like, talking out loud, but he's going through his thoughts. It's like, I... I I told Sandir I'd be there for him. Make the, a decision. As it gets close, it's getting closer and closer. And I step into the hand. Echo's going with him. And envelops the two of you. Arania, what do you do? Um, actually, I'm actually going to go back. Interesting. Go back to, uh, you like, both are enveloped in the portal. It pulls you in. And Arania, you watch it close behind them. So, Echo. <laughs> yeah. Castiel. You are pulled through this portal. And for a moment, the air releases from you. Your skin becomes cold. Uh, you feel, instead of air, it, 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 as if you're inhaling something thick, mucus-like, uh, as the, the, the magic of this shadow realm envelops around you as it pulls you through. And before you know it, you guys are sitting in the, an alleyway in a very large, structured city uh, engulfed in shadow. And it is raining. Echo looks what so you, thoroughly displeased. What are you doing here? That's a fantastic you question. It's your lead. Go. You balance back. His scale balances back yeah. out. Mm-hmm. And then it and then it fades. I am not a bad person, Castiel. I never said you were, the but ba- this isn't. The balance is the balance. Sandir needs all the help he could get. Not according to some. Follow your path, please. And Echo just sort of just like a really abrupt, like, just go forward gesture. All right. We're, Echo no we're longer here. wants to discuss this. We're here. You begin to sort of work no, I just don't walk, I, I don't walk. I just don't walk out of that alley. I sneak up to the edge and I peek around. You look around and you see cobblestone paths, large uh, multiple story buildings, light posts that have weird... It's like a lamp, but it's it it's weird. It's like it sucks in shadow. It's not that it makes the place brighter. It removes a little bit of the dark. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. You see glitz and moments of dark little creatures flying throughout the sky. Some people ride by on little floating vehicles, um, just lightly hovering off the ground. What do the people around. look like? I think you know. I think you know what they look like, bud. There's a a nice little mesh of people, but there's definitely a good handful of shadow elves. Is it primarily shadow elves? Like, would you say, like, on a percentage, like, 90% of them are? Uh, mm, I'd maybe maybe do, like, they're half. And they're, they're, they're the majority... But there's definitely others. There's definitely a bunch of other little... Would it be safe to assume that Echo is definitively, like, a minute minority at this point Um, in time? Actually, believe it or not, there are definitely... fantastic. There are definitely changelings here. Uh, Okay, if I didn't... I was going to say it might be safe to blend in. Echo was already thinking about that. Coincidentally, believe it or not, you guys both just happen to be uh, races that are... Super normal. Or normal here, so... For your first times, probably. Yeah, actually. But you also notice uh, some of your some of your distant species relatives. Uh, mimics are also here. I love mimics. Uh, but they're not sitting as a chest, fucking 
waiting for someone to open them. They're also functioning in the world, but instead of them changing into people, they change into items. Like, uh, there's a sushi chef on one of the corners, and he turns his hand into a knife, and he's cutting with it. I try to peer off on... Roll me a deck saving throw? Fuck. Echo is in Dex? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, dirty 20. Cool. Let me see. Mm. Now, if this is an attack against something I can see... Roll me a perception. Let's see if you can see it. Ooh, it's high. It's high, though. You gotta beat a 25. 16 plus 2, 18. Okay. Yeah, so you don't, backwards. you don't see it coming. However, so an individual kind of tackles you down uh, or attempts to tackle you down. Uh, your, your muscles kind of kick into action and you have the upper hand. You've kind of worked them down and you see a cloaked figure underneath you. When, when I worked them down, I've already got a, a, a dagger to their throat. Without even saying anything, I just pull the hood down. As you pull it down, guess what? What? Guess what you see, bud? What do I see? You see your sister, Sionica. As she spits in your face and goes, oh. I immediately fall back onto my hands and my butt. And I go, Sai, is that really you? Arania, you arrive back at the Briar Patch in the burrow. I'm going to go and find Cindira, see okay. where he is. Not really in a rush, though. You kind of make your way to the research group, um, and you see Sandira getting fitted and uh, a group of people working on making materials. Uh, I'm going to make I'm gonna uh, make my way over. I'm like, can I, can I talk to you? It's kind of an emergency. Are you here to scold me again? Uh, I'll do that later, but now it's about the other two. Well, we're kind of getting fitted. You can, I don't think you, you can just tell me. Well, I will uh, lean in very close. I like turn sides, turn like the other way from leaning really closely to his ear and like, so we followed the raven and it made our way to this shadow portal thing, kind of like the portal that we came in. Uh Uh-huh. Cassiel and Echo went in and it closed. The portal is gone. And so are Cassiel and Echo. Oh, and so is half our combined strength. Yeah. So what do you want to do with that information? Hey, fellas, can you make sure this armor is like extra, extra padded? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Tyler again. And uh, is that a new cologne? I can smell you from here. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I said we'd be going the trial, and I always keep a promise, even if I have to break it first. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, be sure to rate and follow the podcast wherever you happen to be listening, because it helps push us in the algorithms on various platforms. If you just can't get enough of that sweet, sweet legends and training goodness, be sure to follow us on both Instagram and Twitter at Legend and give us a shout. We'll post updates on what we're all up to, and of course, keep you up to date on episode releases. From here, the show takes a bit of an interesting turn. We split the party, and it's raised more questions than it has provided answers. Does Sandira and Arania have what it takes to uncover the truth behind Torani's wrongdoings? How did Castiel and Echo make it back to Sandira before they're needed? All of this and more next time on Legends in Training. First off, uh, Kind of break character a little bit. I'm great. We're all good, right? I'm fantastic. Yeah. We're all good. I'm fantastic. Okay, that was so 
good. That's mostly for the crowd at home. Yeah, I know. Great. I know. No. I, there was so much drama. I could fucking bust a door. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. I loved every fucking second of it. There I think was that's really one good parts. Of the biggest emotional that was parts awesome. that we've had. I, I was so scared. I was scared. It was no, awesome. I, I loved it. I you, were you, the were you afraid it was about to turn into a real fight? No, no, no. I never. I never was no, good. I, it was I, so I good. Had good it was so I, good. Okay, I just wanted to make sure everybody was good. Up good. Just a good check. Just like a good it. check for everyone. I just want to make sure we're good. Yeah, I'm good. Phoenix, are you good? Baby, you good? I'm ready to get up and throw hands right now. Cool. So now, let's kind of figure out what's going on next. Yes. Yeah.